This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, mate, how you doing? Not bad, not bad. Yeah. I haven't tra- I haven't travelled 260 miles to go and see me me relatives, but uh, <laughs> apart apart from that, I'm all right. I'm doing well. You might as well. You're allowed to do it. So I I have heard you aren't allowed to do that. That that's fine. Yeah. So there's nothing stopping you. No, I still can't go and get my hair cut, but I can travel the length of the country. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're not. We've, we're not a we're not a politics podcast. We're still talking about football. Yeah, fuck politics. <laughs> but, um, yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy part one of the uh, Terry Alderton. Uh, well, this was just quite a chat. It wasn't an interview, was it? It's just a chat. There's a general chat. Yeah, this was very very informal. We like to sort of always keep it informal, but that one was was very informal. But, yeah, hopefully you'll give it a listen. Uh, hopefully you all liked it. But. Um, I'm not even too sure what's going to be in part one and part two, to be honest, if that, if that makes sense. But yeah, it yeah. was, that's what you said. It was just a chat, wasn't it? So, mm. and like I said, said first time around, I didn't want to lose any of it. So it's all going out there with, um, with part two. So here we go. Enjoy. Right, say again, sorry, what you say I'm sorry, I'm just saying what you reckon is gonna happen with League One then? Because it looks like the Premier and the Championship have come back, so... I think they should do what they said, is just do that, 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 you know, I think it's the fairest thing, isn't it? You know, what games you won, that's the points you would have generated. Uh, what do they call it? There's a name for it, isn't there? Like that average like point thing. Weighted points per game. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to do it. Because, because the, you think the League 2, they've gone unweighted, haven't they? Did League 2 go unweighted? 
Here's, here's the argument, right? Here's the problem, right? Being a South End fan, right, we, we probably should just take it up the chin and go, well, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's the way it is. But then if you're Tranmere, yeah. you're only three points behind um, Wimbledon, I yeah, think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Then there's the argument, right? And then there'll be people go, I mean, can you imagine how Leeds must be feeling if they haven't carried on <laughs> after all this time? You know, and the other thing is Liverpool fans are about, but their luck's about as good as the South End fans, and it? it's like, they must have just been thinking you've got to be joking. They need to, Liverpool needs six points. <laughs> it's like Unbelievable. Wins. Yeah, they just give them just give them the title, but it's always going to be that little asterisk there, isn't it? Yeah, but it'll, I, it'll always Lally, be tainted. I just think it's too expensive now. I don't, I don't know. You know, the players are coming out of contracts. Um, I think if he's going to be behind closed doors, probably all right for the big clubs, because they might, you know, I don't know how they work with TV and the money they get, but, you know, you're going to put on a game at South End with no fans. It's going to cost money. You know, I yeah. think when we play Millwall, it's the worst thing that happens to South End because it costs the club money because yeah. the police they have to put on. So it'd be one of those kind of scenarios, but every week. So yeah. it'll cost the lower leagues to put the games on and not get anything back. So I think, you know, as far as we're concerned, we'll just go, right, kill it and we'll, we'll start fresh next year. But if yeah. you are like points out of winning it and getting promotion, then, you know, if you're... yeah. Um, the, the more I think about it, I'm not. I don't, I don't know. I, it's a tough one, but I, you know, for me now, hard. I've got to the point. Just end it and just go right. You know, make it fair. But then, do do we say then who comes up and who goes down? So, mm. yeah. The only there, thing there, there is an argument to suggest that, as stupid as it sounded at the time, but actually having no relegation and just promotion is probably the fairest way to do it. I did think that. I said, let's just give everyone the... the yeah, and I'm not just saying that for a unless, unless the other thing you do is you have a playoff. So the, the, instead of doing the playoffs like normal, you have the top two um, promotion teams play the top, the bottom. The, the relegation teams, yeah, yeah. It's a good it's idea for us, this, isn't it? So we they do that. They do that. In, it's similar to what they do in Scotland, isn't it? That's how the That's Scottish players so work. We, we get in a playoff now against whoever's below us, so we might have a chance. So like, yeah. So we'd have to play. Oh, the South End playoff with um, Crewe and Plymouth. Yeah. So <laughs> Plymouth, if Ply Plymouth beat Bolton, Plymouth and Bolton swap places. We beat Crewe. We stay in League One. Yeah, Crewe stay it. in League Two. That's all it is. No finals or nothing. It's just that. <laughs> just it. That done and dusted. Yeah. And then oh, Stevenage. Didn't Stevenage go down? Yeah. yeah, so they get relegated still, even though they killed. Well, if 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 it, if it at the moment it has apparently been confirmed, but I mean, I guess it could change. But I mean, yeah, they, they've kind of they've they've said League Two have said they've stopped, so they they have no plans to actually play those games, but they haven't come to a final decision yet on what's actually going to be the outcome. I think, don't quote me on that. I think that's what's happened. When Stephen is doomed anyway, are they not really pretty much? Um, yeah, yeah you'd, you'd probably say they would have gone down, but I mean, I, I mean, they could have still. It, it's because so, some. I was sort of. I was all for like what you're saying about just look. It's gone on for so long now. We're doomed. Just end it. us and Bolton. We we're down. We probably yeah, deserve it more more than Bolton because they oh, had yeah. a points deduction. They they've got the excuse of the points deduction. We haven't. But yeah. someone someone threw up a a league table of after the same amount of games this time last year. Well, it was one more game, but the same same time of the season, same weekend. It was one more game because obviously we had the one extra team last mm -hmm. season. And it was after 36 games, 
of that bottom four at that point, by the end of the season, only one of those four actually got relegated. And it was oh, Bradford. Really? And AFC Wimbledon, who were bottom at that time, That's didn't, right. get, didn't get relegated. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah so you're like... Like so yeah, 20, what's the there's twenty-seven? There's twenty-seven points still to play for. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, and again, it sounds it sounds ridiculous. I'm I'm not trying to fight Southend's corner here. I'm oh. actually I'm, I'm trying to talk general football. Yeah, yeah. the likes of Tranmere well, in, in the championship. You have got Charlton who have only dropped in there the last weekend before the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Surely yeah. Charlton deserve a chance to fight to stay up. Well, Surely Tranmere deserve the now. chance to fight. Exactly on that, what we were saying, Stevenage are only three points away from Macclesfield. And there's, so, I mean, and there's nine games left. Ten yeah, so nine games really, left. Well, nine games left. There are only ten from Morecambe then. So it, it would be, it would be, yeah, maybe they should just stop. We should maybe just write it all off. Yeah. I, I think that might, that might rear its head again. Well, are we 16 off? points adrift off? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're long gone. And like you said, we do deserve to go down. But like you say, it's the teams that have a chance. It's a bit, it is unfair. I would actually yeah. like to point out as well. I'm not. I, I I don't think there should be promotions either, for for that matter. Because how many times have Leeds famously bottled it at the final <laughs> month? You know, Le- Leeds have got the final month of the season still to play. They were top this time last season and they threw it. <laughs> yeah, 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 they did. They did. Yeah, and then you're, you're right. You know, and it, 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 it's, but now we get into the cliches, don't we? Yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I, minute. Listen, no one. I think this is why it's obviously taking so long. It, it, there's so many opinions and there's never going to be a right answer that's going to please everyone. No. The obvious no. way to please everyone is to get the games played. But as you say, yeah. the lower league clubs, that then starts too expensive. costing money. It's yeah. far too expensive. Too, too expensive. And, you what's, know, it going to, what's it going to cost Southend to put on a game where no, no fans can go? That you, so, well, you're going to so have less... constant you outlay. Yeah, you're going to argue, though, that you're not going to have the stewards, right? So you could, yeah. there are going to be arguments. There are going to no, be arguments. No bars, no, no food stalls. So there is going to be, you know, but I, I think the PFA, that's what they're there for. They maybe should fund these games and if it's going to happen. Hmm. Did, did they not say that the testing alone is going to cost 140 grand? Yeah. Really? I mean, that alone is not going to work, is it? No. So the thing is that... One you, meter, said it. They said they literally all, like, I think literally majority of them as well all agree that they cannot afford it. Yeah. But the thing is, why would they? Why would that be in any of these clubs' budgets at the start of the season? It's such an unprecedented like, situation no, that's yeah, happened. Totally. Totally. So you, totally can't, you can't blame the clubs for saying we can't afford it. Like, yeah. No. But, but the only thing we have is, uh, for us as South End fans is we were already, you know, we already had our own problems before all this. So, yeah. 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 You know, it's been ridiculously run and, I wonder if our transfer embargo has been lifted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We still got a winding up order, have we, as well? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. That, that, that got yeah, postponed, didn't it? But, yeah, but, uh, you know, companies can, you know, you can move your VAT on at the moment and you, know, you can postpone payment and stuff. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, it'll blag that for a few more months, won't it? I, I was getting a bit annoyed towards the end, though. Look, look, like I said, look, you, can't, you can't blame people. Uh, no one deliberately goes out to play shit, right? But I'll be honest with you, I was getting slightly annoyed. I thought it was a bit rich when they were saying players aren't getting paid at the club, and I thought, fucking hell, you don't deserve it. <laughs> no, I mean, some of the performances you've got going, how, how can you stand there week after week losing games going, well, can I have money, please? <laughs> It is probably the only industry, isn't it, where you... It's, it's unbelievable. Not oh, really there's no other industry like it. Your pay. 
you know. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. When you get paid, you get paid to get sacked. You get paid for it. Yeah. But we will never, we'll never change it. Well, maybe we will. I don't know. Don't know if we need to. I think it will change as a result of all this coronavirus. Yeah, I think I think it might. We've sort of touched on it a little bit, saying obviously it's shit right now. But five, ten years from now, I I think and I hope we can look back on this time and actually say it helped lower league football because I think certainly it's going to have to bring in salary caps. Yeah. Yes. You're right, and maybe we might even go back to that north. Um, you know, court, court, cut the country yeah. into a quarter again. And yeah. I was going to mention this. So I, w- I was going to mention this. It's pure like hypothetical. How yeah. would you feel? Yeah. If you had the Premier League, the Championship, they stay as normal, and then you have Football League North and Football League South. Yeah, that's how it was years ago. Was so you. It was even in quarters, wasn't it? Yeah, so they, but my thinking is obviously clubs right now they're hemorrhaging money, and as is every business, it's not, but like specifically with football. So you then, right, so every away trip is going to be relatively short. So there's no overnight stays in the hotels, no. like big short crowds. trips, bigger crowds. Every, every away attendance is going to be pretty big. Uh, I, I actually think there could now be a market for, for North and South yeah. and play it like the um, American. Uh, American football, um, yeah, and, and, and then and then at the end of the season, party. yeah, and then at the end of the season becomes a bit like the Johnson's Paint Trophy, where the playoff is from the north and south, and they and they play each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, and then they get promoted into the championship. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Well, that's how. Isn't that how the conference works? Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, so I'm, you, so you've got a conference right. prem, and then and yeah, yeah, conference. Imagine, imagine being a Plymouth fan, and you're playing Carlisle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that would that would be the furthest we'd have to go is down to to Devon. But yeah. you know, other than that, we'd have Orient, Colchester, Stevenage, uh, Northampton, Oxford. We can. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, so much. Yeah. Great. Like it would be good. It would be good. That. Yeah, I'd be up for that. I'd be up for it. Should we do it? <laughs> Should we <laughs> make this happen now? <laughs> we're right. We're right to the right to the EFL. <laughs> we want it now. Do you know we, what? With some, with some of the crap they've come out with, not to blow my own trumpet, but that's one of the better ideas that would have come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great idea. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna disinfect the pitch. You're not, are you? Because if I go and make a slide tackle on that, it's gonna burn my skin. <laughs> I'm disinfect lost, I'm the pitch. It's got, it's got to a point with the coronavirus. I just, I just you know, you, you go through the conspiracy, don't you? And then you come back out the other side and go, "Don't be stupid." And then you go conspiracy again. You just go in. <laughs> you know, players will get fined for spitting on the pitch and all this. And I'm just thinking, what is going on? What is really what? going on? You yeah. must, as, as a goalkeeper, how many times have you instinctively just spat on your gloves? Loads of times. You, you do it. It's just what you do. I played in goal when I was a kid. You just do it. Every time, every time the ball's up the other end, a little, just, just, a, just, a, just a little yeah. quick well, one. What yeah. I do is, like, what, what I always do is get a mouthful of water and go, <laughs> like a spray. That's what I do. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was talking to my neighbour, my neighbour's doctors, uh, you know, they're lovely people, Billy and Ash, and, um, you know, he was saying to me that they're, 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 it's all being played down. I said, they, you know, about the coronavirus. I said, is it, are they playing it, playing it up? And he went, no, 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 they're playing it down. And I said, is it really bad? He went, horrendous. It's weird, isn't it? There was, a, there was a thing, you know, they keep going about how many people died. Hmm. 
thing about how many people died and, and it says like in your area so many people died and he'd already he'd already hinted to me you know not completely but he'd already hinted to me how many sort of in the ballpark had died it was a lot more than they were hinting on the, on the news that had died mm. so um i don't know it's it's weird isn't it yeah. it's very weird it's like mm. being in a film it's like a really weird plot for a movie but they're gonna next year gonna have these phones which tells me that i've walked past someone with the coronavirus hold on a second that's happening isn't it yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not updating you know and then you'll be you'll be you know you'll be seen as as dirty or something i don't know you know it's just crazy it is just strange there's little things that i've kind of just strangely got used to now like yeah, it it will be odd to go back to my normal. Yeah, well, you know, to it's be very fair, easy you know, to get in a bad routine. Well, like I said to you, most performers, most performers, I would say, not a lot's changed for us apart from that we're not performing. You know, I li honestly spend my day in my pants. You know, <laughs> I am in my pants all day. I just get up, I have a shower, I put a pair of pants on, and I've spent the day in my pants. <laughs> I mean. It's, it's a running joke with my postman. He just thinks it's hilarious, you know. Put your pants on. It's just, what's the point? I haven't got to put anything on. I'm gonna, not until I go and do a gig tonight or whatever I'm doing. You know, yeah. or going, like if I'm going into town to do radio or voiceover or something, I'm in my pants. And when I did, last time I did Hawkesby and Jacobs, no, no, I didn't. I did Glory Hunters for Talk Sport. I came back, I put my jeans on the banister. And the next time I put those jeans on is when 28 days later I did it again and I went back into town and then put the jeans back <laughs> and I actually put them away this time. <laughs> so, you know, I've worn jeans twice in the whole of this. I've not had a pair of jeans on since February, I don't think. There's At least the weather's been nice. No. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, it's just... <laughs> I might do a video, actually. You know what I might do? I've got an idea. I might get do a thing where I lock this off, right? Lock the iPad off. And I might go and... You know, it'll be for South End fans. I anyway, every time I post anything, I lose followers anyway. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many shirts, right? I might do a thing where I put all the shirts on and put it in one film. We go... Because <laughs> I've got one shirt that nobody's got. The only other person I've got is my, my best friend, James. We've both got it, and it is, uh, it's uh, an Olympus shirt. It's white with gray and red here. Oh, okay. I remember that, I remember this. The reason we had that, I'll tell you why we had that shirt, we had it for one game, it was against Gillingham. And the reason we had it, we played him in the cup, and we didn't have a, we didn't have a change of shirt, we're gonna clash with them. So it was only used for that game, and I've got, I've got somehow got all the two of those shirts. I've got one of them, and my mate's got the other. That's and then I've got, that's... I think I've got, I think, because I used to change up, I'm not sure, I could be wrong, I've got the nine. I've got the nine shirt from the from the um, Stan Collymore era. So I don't know if Stan wore 10 and wore nine and Ricky Otto wore nine as well, I'm not sure. But I've yeah, got the nine the shirt. Four, that four well. names on the shirt. I've got loads, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got like Andy Thompson shirts and I've got I've, a Mark Beard shirt and I've got a Rob Newman shirt. I've got loads of shirts and I should just put them all on and do a little video. I've missed right. a few though. I've missed a few. Yeah, I've missed a few more. Like the recent. I haven't ones. got that one. But you've got. One. I haven't got that pink one. My little one. Yeah. Now I, my uh, the, the best one I've got. I don't know where it is. And like, like, they've got so many like in boxes in the loft and whatever. But I, I know I've still got this. I'd, I'd never get rid of this. I have. Um, what year was it? I think it was two thousand two thousand and one. 
it was the, one of the last royal blue ones we had. Oh yeah. And it's uh, it's Martin Booty's shirt, and the collar is ripped, and it's got his blood on it, and it's signed by him. You there's, could clone there's, him. There's a you there's a blood him. there's a blood stain on it. It's still caked in mud. I've I've oh, never washed it. That's fantastic. Booty's shirt. Yeah, that would have been that that, that sponsor the brown sponsor on it, didn't it? It had, um, it had a round was, white sponsor. I think it was Rebus. In fact, it's. It's either that one after that, right, or it's the one that I'm wearing on the in right show with the bit of yellow and the v-neck. Yeah, that, well, that was the... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know. might be wearing... Millennium. Because, Millennium season. 2000, that was. Because he wore... I'll show you. I'll show you really this is where you do. This is where you do the Chris Eubank impression, isn't it? That's the way... That's the way I, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put it up today. I don't know what I look so young in this as well. With Tom Jones and all that. Yeah. <laughs> that shirt. Uh, that that shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? When I did that show, um, I did the Royal Variety with, Len with Lennox Lewis the Saturday after I did that show. I met my wife on, on that, that Ian Wright show. And uh, Tom Jones was, was on that show as well as a guest. And just before that, the, the Saturday before, I'd been hosting the lottery show, right? And he was a guest on it. And at the time, he'd done a song with Keros Matthews, right? It's cold outside, right? It's cold outside. And they did it. It was up for a Christmas plum. And when they left, I then stood on the riser. That's a high, little high sort of stage <clears throat> to do one of my links, right? And I had the band behind me that they just, where they'd just been singing. And I said to the boy in the band, I said, that was more like Tom Jones and Joe Pasquale, would it? Right? <laughs> they left the lyrics on the auto cue, so I said, "Well, it's cold outside. Well, I really must go. <laughs> cold outside. Right? <laughs> Band playing it, everything. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And as it finished, Will pissed himself, and all I could hear was this: "Tom <laughs> gone." <laughs> so when I walked on. If you watch that video again, when I first walk on and then they're, they're looking at who this bloke's supposed to be, you can see Tom Jones up because I know he sort of double takes it. You go, you again, it's him. <laughs> that guy who was taking the piss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so quick, how quickly. And that, the reason the joke was done, because he's, because Stan was on the show as well, so. so that's why he says, next up, goes a footballer, play for Southend, you know. <laughs> He's supposed to be bringing on Stan Collymore and the joke was that I walk on. Right. And do the do the impressions, of course. Yeah. That was good, that. Another South Yeah. It is a sort of a, is a question for you. If you could go back to, was it 1984, 85, did you say? When you yeah. were my friend. If you could go back to that time and you could yeah. pick a button and switch careers from being a comedian to a footballer, would you do it? Ooh. No, there, no? Not, not unless second well, there's, two, there's two reasons. Not unless I was like the best and playing for England and what have you. But the difference between being a comedian and playing football, I can still do this. Hopefully, when I'm like seventy, yeah. you know, and, and eighty, it's not over. You know, there comes a point with football; it's it's over. It's yeah. done. No matter how good you are, you know, Wayne Rooney's going to finish. You know, Teddy Sheringham finished. You know, it ends. Whereas being a performer, you know, I could still be doing acting part when I'm 80. Hopefully I can still get out and do voiceovers. So I can mm. continue with my, I can continue. It, it won't finish. It'll only finish if some virus comes along. 
um, so no, I, I would definitely be, I'd definitely be, uh, I'd definitely do what, I'd, do what I do. Yeah, and I was lucky enough to play a pretty good standard. And here's the irony of all of it, is doing what I did, got me to be out playing loads of, I hate the word celebrity, but I got to play in loads of games. Yeah. And I played at so many grounds that, I played at grounds that South End players would never play. Yeah. You know, I've been, I've been so blessed, you know, from Hillsborough to, to Anfield, to, to St. James's Park, to, um, the only one I haven't done is Wembley, I haven't done Man United either. So, so you know, Everton, Goodison Park, played there. Yeah. Got be he scored a penalty against me, didn't it? It was very funny. We got there and you know, I don't know anyone. They're all they're all like these young boys, good looking boys from all these shows. I haven't got clothes or I'm not very good with things like that. But it, um his man was was on on that game. Um oh shit, was it my mind's going so crazy. Who's the pop star from Essex? Nice, nice lad. Big big was it came for all the experts. Uh, Ollie Murs. Ollie Murs. Oh, so there's Ollie Murs there. I know he is. I don't know his music, but I know he is. <laughs> so, you know, you go, oh, nice to meet you. There's really some great ones. Though. Stephen Graham would play a lot as well. So he's a good lad. Yeah. We had a great time here. Got really well with Steve. So there's some crackers as well. And then Ollie Murs. It was really weird. I went, oh, hi, Ollie. I said, oh, and Terry went, he went, he went, Terry Alden. And I went, yeah, he went, he went, oh, my God. I can't believe it. He was like, like so excited. He was like, <laughs> and I was going, this is wrong, isn't it? <laughs> and then he scored a penalty against me and then a few weeks later I saw him in Epping and I was going in for some dinner and he, he was just coming out with his girlfriend they sat down and had a drink with us he's, he's a really nice boy he's actually. Yeah, a lot of people come from South End don't they yeah, yeah. he's involved in um, Cobbleshaw is it Cobbleshaw Cobbleshaw is it a football yeah. team he is he, yeah, is, he's is he in Cobbleshaw part now part owner I think or something I think, like that. think he's still there now yeah yeah he played a lot as well um, um, oh god my mind is so bad boys who's the manager of Billericke for god's sake uh, Jamie O'Hara Jamie oh, yeah, oh, he only lives just up there he lives in some flats which are owned by actually my, I told you my mate about, about getting my mates by South End to come in and all that yeah. he uh, lives in these flats just down there so I see Jamie now and again and that's what I'm saying. When you play with those old pros, like, uh, unbelievable, you know. So you get, you get like, you know, you get Billy and Chesso. Yeah. You know, yeah. Two whatever called boys they are. They're like, unbelievable. Their skills and flicks and tricks and all this shit, right? And you're just like, oh, my God. And no one, no one like, from Love Island can touch them, right? Even though they might be good players. <laughs> They're just outrageous, right? But then they come out against someone like Tilly and, um, and Kevin Mayer. And they just uh, are shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even now, Tilly, Tilly would just knock him into the stands. He would. Yeah. Tilly still plays, doesn't he? He's still Tilly's plays. unbelievable. Yeah. Tilly's unbelievable. He's the, he, he, the thing is, he's in he's in great shape as well. He's, he hasn't he ain't lost. He, he looks the same. It was my um. Tilly was my PE teacher. Was he? Yeah, and um, so, so was Glenn Pennyfather. <laughs> oh, two of the nicest people. Yeah, I was Christ. Seven when I first met Tilly. <laughs> oh, Tilly's such a nice boy. It's, it's, and it's, it's weird. It's weird how I've sort of he then becomes the the manager at, at South End. I've I've got to know him like on yeah. a on a personal level and through work in in recent years. But even 
when I was still just the kid that he once taught at PE, he's known my name all that time. He's never, ever walked past me without saying hello. Never. Oh, never, ever, ever. No, he's a lovely boy. He's a lovely boy, Steve. He's, uh, he's Frankie Banks' son, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think what's lovely as well is um, I see him I see him a lot. He, he, he could have gone in my team. In fact, he played in that lovely... Do you remember that light, that strip we had, the light blue? I know it's well before your time. Little white pinstripes. They had a big white... I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen you know, it. Yeah. Sort of... Yeah, this is like more like 79, 80, kind of that sort of... And then, of course, we had the yellow and blue, and then they had Lang. Yeah, Lang was I think, that one. the first sponsorship we had. I think it might have been, could be wrong, but I remember Lang. Yeah, I think it might have been actually. And that would have been, but it was, um, what's his name from Birmingham? Bloody lovely great guy. He's, he's bald now. He had long hair at the time. <laughs> he's always at the games. Lovely. He's lovely. Oh, oh, come to me. I can't remember anyone's name. Anyone I don't know what you mean. Yeah, you know, for when I say it, it'll come to me in a minute. Give it, I have to go through the grey matter now. You know, I have to. Oh, you're a player? Yeah, he was a great. Great player, long curly hair when he was playing, and now he's bald. Oh man, I What's can't his... think that is either. I can't think. He's a flipping, he's a legend of the game. Hold on, hold on. I've got, I've got it somewhere. <laughs> Let me just look it up. Oh, came to me then. I'll text. I'll, I'll kick myself when you tell me, probably. You will. He's always at games. He's from Birmingham. He's a little bald guy. He's about late 50s. Bald. But when he was playing, he had long hair. Oh, crap. He's a fucking... He's from Birmingham. <laughs> South End. I can't even think of Roy when you say it. Yeah. Um, Especially with the air and all. Players. Another um, league. Michael Douglas. Team. That mean Ron Pouty, do you? <laughs> I was, lo- I was looking him up. I was looking him up because that was the only person I could think of that kind of fit the description. But I wanted to make sure where he was born. Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie Pouty. Went to school with his son. Did you? Yeah. He's a, he's a lovely boy. He is. I remember I had, a, I, had a, I had a bit of a bit of a thing with Frankie Blank's daughter years ago. <laughs> when I used to do, I used to be a regular comedian at churches, and she was one of the waitresses. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell, Amanda. Amanda, she's lovely, she's a lovely girl she was. Amanda, she probably still is a lovely girl. <laughs> yeah. Is Churchill's, Churchill's isn't there now, is it? No. Nah, it's a restaurant now. It's, not, it's nothing now, is it? It's gone, isn't it? That's moved. Oh, those days were great. Oh, gosh, yeah, great I know. It's moved again, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's dead doing nothing again. No? There so, have you. Um, was... Go on, sorry. No, I was no, just going to say, have you. With, with like your, your scheduling this year, as uh, have you had to cancel. Loads. And the funny thing was, boys, I decided, because I kind of, look, I've got an ego, you know, I'm, I'm always feeling sorry for myself, and I kind of went, oh, I don't, I'm not doing this anymore, I'm just going to do voiceovers, and, you know, and then I did a couple of Edinburgh shows, and I, they, they went down really well, and, you know, and I'm quite an out there comedian, you know, and I did these shows that were well received, and I suddenly thought, you know what, and I did a couple of sort of little tours, and I thought, you know, I Actually, I've got quite a good following of people who are loyal in the fact that they're, they're in it. They're in the show. They, they, they get the gag. They get it, right? And it's and I thought to do just stop and go on well, not doing it anymore is probably a bit out of order. So I decided that I was going to have another big push, right? 
and do some tours and what have you. Guess what? So yeah, it has really put a spanner in my bracket. Um, I don't even know what that means, spanner in a bracket. It's a new one. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, I was really up for it this year and uh, I put loads of festivals in. Um, I do still do like Edinburgh and I do like, you know, I do things like the Galway Festival and I do do comedy festivals, but I was going to really go for it this year. And I had loads in. And they've all gone. And then wallop. Yep. Someone so, has a bat. I was, I was going to get my ass back out and do it. And I and I just started doing some really nice, interesting stuff as well, you know. Because I've got enough of, a, enough of a following for people where I don't have to, I don't have to justify it. I don't have to go, right, this is the reason I'm doing this. You know, because people who know now, who do come and watch me regularly, you know, they just know. So yeah. they know they know what that is straight away. I don't have to say anything, you know. Yeah. I can do things in there, and then I start talking to myself, you know, with the voices. And it's like I was watching some of your stuff the the other night, yeah. And I might like for takes you a couple. You got to watch a couple of videos. Then I, you, I mean, then you I, get I, into I tell it. you straight away. I, I remember one guy come up to me once, right? And he's he's like he goes, "Before I tell you this, right?" He said, "I'd love to show." And I went, "Thanks, man." He got, I'll tell you. He said, he "Got a really because you've got five minutes." I went, "Yeah, go go for it." He said, like, I'm now probably one of your biggest fans. And I went, okay, cool. He said, but when I first ever saw you, he said, you were at the comedy store. And I thought it was the biggest pile of shit I'd ever seen. Right? <laughs> so I was just sitting there going, what? Why is everyone laughing at? Why are you laughing? It's crap. Who's he talking to? What the, what? And then he said, then I turned up to another thing, to another comedy club with a, with a works do. And he said, and he said, lo and behold, who comes on stage? You. And I was like, Oh man, not this guy again. He said, No, I was watching him going, This is so shit. And he said, I went to the bar, which is different. He said, Because you're just awful. And I went, All oh, right. And he said, and Then he said, I went to somewhere else. And he said, I could not believe it when you walked on. He said, but You did something. He said, You did something. And I don't know what it was. And he said, It clicked. He said, I just suddenly got it. He said, I suddenly got that there isn't anything to get. And that's the joke. There isn't any jokes, right? The joke is that it's just. It's just nonsense, right? Yeah. And he said, and ever since then, he said, I've been to, he said, I've been to about three or four of your, of your theatre shows now. He said, I come to see you all the time. He said, I completely get it. He said, but when you don't get it, he said, it's the most frustrating thing because you just go in, it's just shit. <laughs> so I know I split rooms. I know, I know a lot of people will just sit there going, but I think it's when you realise that, that, that there's nothing to get. It's start when, you know, people say, I don't get what you do. I go, because there isn't anything to get. There's no gag. The gag is that it's nonsense. Yeah. You know, you either come on the ride or you don't come on the ride. It's as simple as that. You know, it's not for you then, is it? You know, if you don't like it, it's just not for you, which is fine. Yeah. Cause that's, but I was, for me, the, the thing was when I started, I was very commercial. You know, I was very much, Hey, what, what's it like when you're on a plane and well, who's this walking up the garden pathway? It's Frank Spencer. Imagine if, you know, can you imagine if, Ronald Reagan was running a McDonald's, you know, it's just bollocks, just shit. And then <laughs> I did a gig and I, I kind of came back. I was very depressed and I came back and I did this gig in, in uh, Dubai. And I did all this stuff about call to prayer and, and they have like secret police there. I was in so much trouble. I mean, big trouble, right? Because I was saying, you know, I said, I get the call to prayer. I said, you know, if there is a God, right? I shouldn't have said that. I said, but you think five times a day, you know, he's trying to get something done and all of a sudden, he's going to try and have a kip and all of a sudden it kicks off right he goes he must, and he must be thinking to himself Jesus he goes the world spins I've got the, I've got the Christians of Cornwall going to start ringing bells in a minute you know <laughs> not 
the right thing to have said. <laughs> so the next gig we did, I just did this whole thing where I used to do this routine and I used to turn around and talk to myself, one little joke, and I didn't stop, I carried on, and I continued to talk at the wall with two voices, saying about how I couldn't say anything because this whole country's corrupt and all that, and then turn around and nothing would happen. And then this guy, Ben Norris, said to me after, he went, he went, that thing you're doing, and I went, yeah, I know, I shouldn't have done it really. He went, no, 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 you really should. So I kept doing it and died with it, and then I did a play called Rosencrantz, The Guildenstern of Debt, which is a random piece. And that, cobbled with all of everything else that I'd read and gone on, I suddenly went, I'm going to do this. And if people don't want to know, they don't want to know. And if they do, they do. And that's since, since 2005, here we are. You know, so you're right. It does take for some people to go, what the fuck? What is he <laughs> Blue monkey called Boba, what are you talking about? It started so, yeah. cause I, was, I was looking for clips to like, or when like we, we do our stuff on Twitter. But put like a little video package of it yeah, 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 together. Yeah. So I was looking for little clips, and yeah, I just stumbled across some some of your stand up bits. Yeah, but, but yeah, but but by the end, uh, what, the one with um, like the feet and the flip flops. Oh, the shoes. Yeah, yeah, that, that got me. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so and if you revisit them, you'll you'll see you'll you'll go. All oh, right. The other problem you've got with telly as well sometimes when you do stuff like. Um, they don't, they, don't, they don't edit in a way where there's a lot of callback. So you get the callback edited and or you'll, they just put the callback in and you'll be going, that makes no sense. Doesn't, yeah. You know, even by my standards, you're going, no, even I know that that does make sense, even though it makes no sense. There is method in my madness, you know. So you're at the lap of the gods sometimes. But then, yeah. So there you are. You've seen all the Danny Dyer things as well, haven't you? The Will Football Factories. You've never seen the Will Football Factories? Don't think so. I might have done, but it was a long time ago. You flipping love those. I don't think I Danny had a falling out. We did the V Festival. I was doing some stuff with Virgin at the time. He and I had a falling out. Tamar was trying to sort of calm things down. And he just fucking mugged me off, basically. It was all because I took the piss out of him at some Essex polo thing. I didn't know who he was at the time, so I was going... Ironically, I said, oh, he's probably an EastEnders. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so I, I had a right to apply, right? Because it was all on camera. So I, I got home and I saw the real football practice. And I said to my mate Lee, I said, look, right, tomorrow we're going to go and get the cameras. We're going to just fucking do a piss take this, right? We're going to do all the, we're going to make the credits look like it. So one of them was called Felton, right? It all started at Felton. That's what I think about this place, right? Then they just escalate. My favourite one is Sunderland. It's, they're fucking mad. <laughs> watch them some of them went a bit shit because Virgin as all big corporates do started going oh they sent us over to do the World Cup and then they started telling us how they wanted us to do it now we go when they're now we got all washed out you know it lost it's all the whole anarchy got lost yeah but they were paying the money so I had to do that but <laughs> yeah. yeah following the Danny Dyers man they're, they're, yeah. I'll have a look so was he uh, was he on EastEnders with you when that yes so I, I turn up right and I'm, I know Danny's coming in, and I'm like, oh man. And there's a little room when you start, just opposite all the, all the where they, you know, make all the costumes and what have you. There's a little room where you, when you start, you all go in there and you talk to the, the wardrobe ladies and gentlemen. And I walk past, and he was sitting there on his phone, no one in there. And I said, I suppose we, we might as well get this over and done with now. But I told you, I told you, it's fucking funny. I never said it wasn't funny. It's funny. Just don't do it again. You know, and uh, yeah, getting really well with Danny. He's a good lad. He's a lovely boy, actually. 
And so, you know, he knows how to play Danny Dyer. That's where he's a genius. He knows how to play Danny Dyer. Yeah. yeah. He's a good lad. He's a very nice lad. Yeah, definitely. So there you are. Well, obviously, like you say, all your stand-ups been cancelled and all that, but have you got any other work lined up sort of thing? or is it all No, like I said to you, people are doing it online. I, I might try and do one for my mate Kevin in Galway. I might do, but no, even because... I'm the voice of certain commercials and even they've stopped. So I can't, I'm not even earning any money by doing them. So that's just, that's the knock on effect for everybody, isn't it? You know, so if that shuts, then I'm now shut down as well. Cause they're not gonna, they're not gonna be selling burgers. So there's no point in me doing the voices for it. So, yeah. you know, that give you a clue. So yeah, that, that's what keeps me afloat doing, doing ads for telly and, and doing, uh, cause I can do loads of silly voices. So, you know. But that's it. Yeah, nothing. Apart from that, I'm just in my pants. <laughs> Did the voiceover on a on a South End DVD once, didn't you? Oh, that was the best. That was the best. Because they <laughs> said to me, "We want to do something a bit different." And I said, "Well, I'm not going to do it straight." And they went, "No, no, we thought you know, just put that." So I wrote a whole voiceover where I, I refused to call Colchester Colchester. So I called them the Zoo Boys. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great thing because every time Daryl Flav would let a goal in, he'd do this with his hand. Right? And they go, "Here it comes." Daryl Marvin and his imaginary stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear that, but it's awful. But it's awful. But I, 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 I did got it. it. I, I, I still got well, it. mate, you've got to give me a copy. I, I no, did I'll it. I'll send you it. And of course, in good South End style, you know, uh, they said, well, you know, we'll get, well, you got, because I used to do the, the end of season things, and they give me a couple of season tickets. So I go, oh, I find that's nice of you. And then they said, well, you've got your season tickets. So I did it. I did the DVD for nothing, which is fine. It's not a problem. You know, I was I was honoured, and then, and that all went horribly wrong because uh, there was a guy guy took over in commercial. He's on my phone. It's Gary. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's called. Every time he rang me, and what it was, I would always do it right, and I was in a bit of a predicament. You know, I was kind of a in show business. Sometimes you, you it's feast and famine, right? And pigs and troughs and all that. Because you can be flush and go, God, we've got loads of money. What a great time we're having, right? Let's book another holiday. And then you can be going, I can't even afford a Coca-Cola, right? That's how it can be. And I was booked to do the uh, end of season ball, which I always did. Like, and it wasn't about two season tickets. I'd do it anyway. I just loved it. I loved it. I've got a story about that in a minute. Remind me, right? <laughs> But I was asked to go and do a gig at Wickham, right? And I hate doing football gigs, right? I hate them. I used to do quite a lot for Palace. I hate doing them, right? Because football fans, you know, they can be like... And I got to this gig and I was getting paid really well for it. And I said I had to pull out. And I'm in this Gary and lost his shit. He goes, you can't do that to me, fella. You can't do that to me. You've sold this on your name. Sold this. I what, you sold the South End end of season dinner on my name. <laughs> All I got to do with it. I'm just some stupid fan who pops on telly now and again. It's got nothing to do with me being here. This is sold because people want to see the players that have played all season. <laughs> now he fucked me, fella. He fucked me. Fucked me. And, and, and I remember he just fucking made so much trouble for me. And he was friends with the people at Wickham as well. And he made loads of trouble for me on the gig. The gig was a disaster. It was all those things where you go, I've let South End down, right? And now, of course, I'm going to have a terrible gig. It's like, it's like when Scott... Scott Alton got sold to, to Orient. Of course, he's going to score the winner against us in the next game, which he did. You know, <laughs> It was one of the, those situations. But let me tell you this. This is a great story. So, two Rob Newman stories, right? 
I put out about him being Buzz Lightyear, right? And he's like, don't, don't say about me. Oh, that was you? <laughs> yes, I started the Buzz Lightyear thing, right? And he goes, I can't believe you've done that. I did it, I was on some news programme somewhere and saying, oh, oh, I know what it was. It was a thing that Les Ferdinand used to do, Football Sunday. And I used to do that uh, on Sundays. And I remember being on with that, that, that kid, that Finnish kid from, um, I'd love to see that. There was a kid, a funny, eccentric guy that used to play for um, Palace. And he was Finnish. Can't remember his name. And me and him get the giggles. Like, like they can't cut to us on camera. They, all they keep, and they just staying on Les and the, and the female host. They can't come to me and him. They can't ask us any questions. He and I are completely gone. I love it. And all I can remember is Les. Just keep looking at me going, what's wrong? Couldn't breathe. Couldn't breathe, right? So anyway, I mentioned the Buzz Lightyear on there. And he's going to everyone's calling me Buzz Lightyear. Because all these years, I want to be a football manager and people sing. There's only one Rob Newman, and they're all singing. There's only one Buzz Lightyear, right? <laughs> anyway, this is the best bit. Excuse me, I'm burping. It's so fucking brilliant. <laughs> so you remember Scotty Falls? Were you going when Scott Falls? Yeah, yeah. Like they, the Scott Falls. He's a lovely boy, right? They call him Village. You know that, right? They call him Village. Idiot. And they call him Village. Yeah, it's true. They call him Village. And here's one example: when they were going to Ireland, they were going to Ireland. Kevin Mayer sorted out this trip to Ireland. They're all going at Christmas and <laughs> stuff. And uh, he said, make sure, you know, you bring photo ID for the flight. <laughs> and Scott Forbes took a programme with him on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, passport or, or a driving licence. He bought a programme. <laughs> anyway, right? <laughs> so I'm talking to, uh, I'm with Rob Newman, right? And this is one of the big South Enders. This is the one when I was outside trying to put a fire out with Ron Martin because one of the generators uh, <laughs> caught fire. And there's me and Ron Martin trying to put a fire out. <laughs> True. Anyway, he said to me before the do, he goes, he goes, he goes, uh, I'm gonna, you know, Forbes is, Scotty Forbes is going, so and so's going, so and so else is going, you know, I'm going to try and bring in. He brought in Jonesy. Remember Graham Jones came in, his mate, who now is. Yeah. Your man's right hand man, isn't he? Who was the Spanish manager? Who was at Everton? Might have been. He was. Um, he was Luton manager. Oh, um. Jonesy. Graham Jones is always with him. Uh, Lovely boy. I know. I know. Uh, what's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Roberto Martinez. Yes, he's right hand man. He's, he's Jonesy, right? And I remember when yeah. Jonesy scored, he got so much shit from our fans. When he actually scored, he went like that up to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good idea. He <laughs> actually scored. It was hilarious. I used to see Rob in the dugout going. <laughs> and Jones are going to score those goals, right? He didn't score any goals, but and then he let he let your man go. He said, when he let um, who was who was uh, Johnson? Who was that lovely kid, Johnson, the bald black kid? Do you remember him? Leon, Leon, Leon Johnson. Johnson. Oh, and he yeah. went, and then Rob went to me. If he gets another club, I will give you hundred quid. And then he, he went on, didn't he? Went up to something like Palace or something. What's going? Where's the other? Yeah, he had a decent career. He did. Rob thought he was crap. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, he goes, he's in, he's out, he's in, he's out, he's in, he's going to go. He's going he's to get bombed, all that kind of thing. So it's a South End United do, and we're doing the awards. And I said, what a great season we've had. I said, it's been fantastic. I think Daryl might have won the award. Well done to everybody. Players award, the, the management award. It's been wonderful. What a great season we've had. Uh, we have to say to some goodbyes, of course, you know. Uh, let's give him a big round of a hand. What a wonderful, what a wonderful servant he's been to the club. Ladies and gentlemen, he's sadly leaving us. Give him a round of applause to Scott.
oh fuck and everyone's clapping and Rob Buford's grabbing me <laughs> <laughs> he's cutting his because you can't see what I'm doing because obviously it's on, on audio he's cutting across his neck as if to go shut up shut up told him. <laughs> so effectively I stacked him <laughs> You Just watch the woman going. What are you doing? And afterwards, <laughs> he's trying to the rug where 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 he's he's not angry. He's got a big overbite, and he's he's trying to be serious, but he's laughing at the same time. Because I told him, and I was like, oh mate, what? You're joking? He was no, I haven't told him. You oh, released God. Scott Forbes. <laughs> I released Scott That's Forbes. Oh mate, I've done that thing as well. Do you remember that famous Booker Prize thing? Do you remember that uh, when that bloke thought he won it, but he wasn't? He was being introduced to give it away. Did you ever see that? It's on YouTube. Booker Prize. It's really embarrassing. It's a bit like what happened to the Oscars as well. When you know um, that film was was supposed to have won, wasn't it? But it wasn't. It was at LA. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did that once. There was another Scott. I did that once. I just said to so. I said, "No, please, I'm Steve Steve King or whatever." He's going mad. The guy's going mad. I'm going, I'm going in, mate. You haven't won it. <laughs> you haven't won it. He's going, What? What? He goes, he goes all serious. Like, it's like, I thought he was going to cry. He goes, What? I mean, you haven't won it. You just got, you got, you got the prize. <laughs> so he didn't get the prize. He had in his head that he thought was his. He had to give it. <laughs> yeah, Scott Forbes. Then he turned up, didn't he? Last couple of games before the end, they brought yeah. some old players back, didn't they? And he and he was sitting just in front of me. I thought, I'm going to say, he shaved all his hair off. He must remember that. Yeah, he must remember it. Of course, he must. Yeah, must remember that. I just thought of another player, Drew. Do you remember Drew Burton? Yeah, Drew Burton. I Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think another play I was gutted when, and I, I never understood why we ever got rid of um, uh, Corgasm. I reckon we should have kept him for another year. I love Barry Core. No, brilliant. Yeah, that very cool. From that very cool. What it looks like, we were, we were just mucking about, weren't we? I don't, I don't think we were. He loves of... being on the floor, very cool, though, doesn't he? He loved being on the ground. He's like, <laughs> get up. But he, then he scored 17 on his last season, I think. Something stupid. Uh, brilliant player. But yeah, it just sounded cool, like we, we didn't make him feel very wanted. And again, that was, there's a theme. In, this, in the last yes, sort of five or so, six years, there's a lot of them sort of, a lot of them leave say that. Do you remember being at Northampton when everyone was uh, booing, um, as we called him, Big Adam Barrett, at uh, the back? What's his name who left us? The big centre-back with the bald head looked like a massive Adam Barrett. Uh, Creswell. Yes. And I, I remember him turning to the fans and going, because he was like, I wanted to, I wanted to stay. Mm. You, you kicked me out. You know, the management kicked me out. I wanted to stay, man. 
And I remember him turning around at Northampton looking at all the away fans giving him shit going, what? So football fans wind me up to me because like... Yeah. Scott Bolger song. Scott Bolger song funny though, wasn't it? He used to be yeah. shy, but now he's all right. Yeah, fans fans are funny, aren't they? I mean, fans... They some... just... It's like they don't seem to understand that not, not, not every player has got like that deep connection to the club because like, they're not from the area or whatever. No. But, like, so they've got they've got their own shit going on. And yeah, sometimes they may want to leave to to like, get closer to home or whatever because they might have kids, like they might have a wife, like whatever that goes on at home. But I think even Creswell come out and said that that whole He said that was, was a load of bullshit. Was, was, he said yeah, it was some bullshit because the, the scandal was that then he ended up at Northern Northampton. He ended up at Northampton. So everyone's going, I thought you wanted to go home. But, you know, he was like... Did not go to Fleetwood what? first? Did he not go to Fleetwood in between? He went to Fleetwood and then he came down and played for Northampton. Yeah, so I think he's from... Um, is he from Sheffield? Sheffield? Yeah, so he's from Sheffield. So Sheffield well, then, down to South End. Sheffield, it's, 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 the same, it's, the, it's the same distance that way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, so yeah, he's Rotherham, it's Rotherham, Rotherham, isn't it? But, um, yeah, he, he basically he wanted to leave. Well, he, he said, I've got to leave because I, he wasn't being paid on time. It was oh, well, that made it a point. But the, the thing I did is he didn't want to leave. Maybe yeah, that's no, where I'm getting missed. Maybe that's where I'm missing. Yeah, no, no, he, he did come he out and say that he, he was like, if, if it was all fine, he said I would have stayed. Basically, it was a shambles. <laughs> but I that, would, just going, that would force you around, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, I tell you, of players that weren't nice, though, for the club. Jerome Bourne, do you remember him? Mm. I, know, I can't think of that. It's another name. I remember Phil Grindley used to say to me, he goes, he, you know, love or hate Phil, you know, it doesn't matter what you thought of Phil Bridley. He loved that. He loves Southend United. He loves it. And he, and believe it or not, he tried his best for that club, right? He honestly did. He loves Southend. And he used to ring that and go, go, see Jerome Bora. And I go, yeah. And he goes, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to punch his face in. Because he used to just stand in the shower going, you know, going about how shit this club is. I'm getting paid for this and that. I don't care if I fucking score goals. And I was like, Ugh. and then of course, what happened to him? Mm, dead now. Dead yeah. and got knifed in the eye L- as well. L- lost an eye first, yeah. Then he got uh, knifed in the eye. And then in got China. Yeah, Speaking yeah. ill of the dead now. He was thirty-nine. Not that I know about people at their ages when they die. Jesus. <laughs> when someone dies, you always go, what, 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 what was wrong with them? You have to find out what they died of, don't they? Just so yeah. you can think. Well, what were the symptoms for that? Have I? Yeah. Have I got that? <laughs> have I got it? Have I got a knife <laughs> That was like anyway. when I first started to hear that some some younger people were dying with this coronavirus, and I was like, right, were they were they healthy? Like, were they? they yeah, like, you find that fear of everything else. They were like, but you don't know though. The thing is, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. So you can say, it's... well, I'm going to be all right. But they were telling me that they don't have. She said, young younger people die in their forties and fifties. I was like, great. Um, yeah, but they they didn't. They were fine, absolutely fine. And then the next day, now they died of it, and. She was saying because they didn't know they had problems with their lungs and hearts. Mm. It's like the, 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 the couple of footballers that because they're running the tests on the Prem and Championship players now that a uh, couple of whole players have tested positive. And I don't know if it's that I think there's, there's one, there's a guy at Watford who's also come up positive and he was like, I feel absolutely fine. Like I've got no yeah. symptoms, no, but, no. I've, but I've got it. Yeah, and they're the, they're the dangerous ones because they're the ones yeah, that they won't. Well, they won't go and isolate. 
that's the problem. It's clandestine, isn't it? That's the problem with it. Where, where most people, when you get something, you'll have a bit of a sniffle. Or you go, oh, I've got a bit of a cold at the moment. With that, it can just hide in you. Mm. It's hidden away and you can pass it on, you know. And I think that's the scary thing about it, you know. You know, I mean, it's nature's, nature's thinning out, isn't it? I mean, you know, you, yeah. you, you've got to fight against nature. It's, it's getting rid of the weaker. I mean, that sounds awful, but I mean, if you're going to bear bone it... No, no but yeah, yeah it, to put it bluntly, that, that is yeah. what it and is. And maybe I'll yeah. be one of the weak ones as well. I don't know, you know, hopefully mm. not, but, you know, so it's an awful shame, a sad situation, but... Um, so it's a weird one, because I, I know someone, like a, a family friend who, at this, sort of about a year ago, they were trying to get their dads into a, into a nursing home, and basically there was no homes in the area that had room basically they're all they're all right, full right, up right. yeah yeah um, now one of them's actually shut down because they've not got enough like people in there because they've all died because of this virus yeah well i yeah yeah that, well, so, I, I, I did i did think that i thought that I thought i've got a friend who runs those nursing homes and i was thinking <clears throat> this is a terrible way of thinking it but i was just thinking about how financially damaging this all is but actually ironically nursing homes if it wipes everybody out that's gonna they're going to be first to go. Yeah, nursing homes are going to go under, aren't they? Yeah, you know, no, so when, when it's over, where are, the, where are old people going to go when there's no nursing homes? Uh, it was a horrible thing. We, we, we've had some work deliveries redirected to home recently, and a um, big TNT truck pulled up outside our house one day last week. And blew up. Full of <laughs> coffins. <laughs> it's full of coffins. It's just a bit, oh, what's a joke? Joking getting delivered to, to the funeral directors. Can't, can't make coffins quick enough right now. Well, do you know there was a conspiracy, wasn't there? I don't know if you ever saw this, but I, I, on, I like on Instagram, I like to follow those, you know, like weird, weird things. Did you ever know that this happened in 1855? They fell from a tree and then survived. Or, or just weird shit, but it's not even weird that. Anyway, one of them about three years ago was stockpiling of coffins. They were stockpiling thousands of these coffins, but were sealed coffins, like you would use for a plague. Yeah, I saw that. Did you remember it? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's weird. And then this, I think it's a massive coincidence. It's like that. Have you seen that thing on Netflix? The, it's Asian. China, the Chinese thing. Have you seen the Asian thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's mad, isn't it? That is oh, no, that, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, the... 44 minutes on season yeah. 10, and you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You go, there's another one as well. There's a, there's a Matt Damon film on Netflix called uh, Contagion. By the way, I'm not sure what Matt Damon's doing in it because he's got about three lines and he's in about what? three scenes. But the, the, the film, trust me, the, the film is what we're living right now. The plot for that film is what we're living right now. It's insane. Oh, and, and, it's, and it's about 10 years old. I think it came out about 2009, 2010. And it's, it's exactly what we're living now. It's freaky. Well, I'm going to watch it. Did you ever see the film French Kiss with Gina Davis? No, no. Right, French kiss. Quick, quick, quick plot breakdown. She's a she's a mum, stay-at-home mum, right? One day she starts chopping, but she's really handy with a knife, right? She's got amnesia, and then she starts to realise that she was this great agent. She was like a flipping assassin, right? So she goes back to chase her old nemesis, nemesis, right? And then she catches up with him, right? And he, she says, "Well, what what are you planning to do?" He said, "What are we planning to do?" We're planning to build up, blow up the World Trade Center, right? And then we're going to blame the Muslims, like we always do. <laughs> <laughs> Long before 9 11. 
Oh, gee. Oh, but I want the World Trade Center and blame the Muslims like we always do. <laughs> and I remember sitting there watching that guy. Has anyone else noticed that? Yeah, find it. You've got to find it. You, you'll believe me when you see it. And it's, that's long before 9-11, so... No, I imagine it being the same sort of thing, because I remember I was, I was sitting watching that film with my mum and dad, and I was just... I was looking, I was like, this is a, this is a bit too coincidental yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's well, a bit too much. Well, Dustin Hoffman film, Outbreak, as well. Well, that's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, not I, I know of it. Yeah, I've not, he goes, I've not seen it. He goes, it's airborne. That's the bit. <laughs> and then you get a look, someone coughing and going like that. It's airborne. <laughs> Contagious, I'll watch it. It's decent. Well, it's, it's saying that, if you'd watched it when it came out, it'd probably be a bit shit. But now, yeah. obviously, we seem yeah. to be living the plot for this film. It's, yeah, yeah. it was... It it's was kind of sort of weird sort of 5D movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, Aiden, you look like you look just like the producer because I thought you were when you came on. You look exactly like John, the producer for um, Hawksby and Jacobs. Wouldn't, I haven't got a clue, Aiden. You look just like him. You know, Aiden and Jack. Yeah, you look, yeah, yeah. You look just like John. I, when you first came on, I went, "What's, what's John doing?" Let's <laughs> try and get a photograph to, of him to you. Yeah, send it over. Send it over. Yeah, you'll, you'll go. It could be your brother. If you said you two were brothers, you'd go, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. um, as, if and when it happens, well, it's going to happen at some point, what are your hopes for next season? This, this, we're going to be in League 2, and we just face it. It's, well, probably. But, I don't mind going down there. As long as Colchester don't come up, there's something to look forward to. They'll be Orient. They'll be the great games like your North-South League thing. I'm up for that. I'm, yeah. I'm up I'll, for North-South. I'm and up South. for that. And the other things, it, we, you know, to play... Orient is always great fun because we can all sing the same diss at each other. It's the only game I know where both sets of fans sing, you all support West Ham, you all support <laughs> And they go, oh, you all, you all support West Ham. And so I love that. Um, and then Colchester, obviously, which, uh, which I don't think is quite as horrible as it used to be anymore, really, that, that game. Not when really. I was a kid, that was a really nasty game. But the last time we played, do you remember that stupid fat kid running on and punching one of their fat fans? Do you remember that? And everyone's oh, yeah. doing it. It's, like, it's <laughs> yeah. like it's become funny now. It's become yeah. it's become a bit of a joke rivalry. I think it, they have more of a beef with Wickham than they do. With yeah, us. they do, don't they? Yeah, they have a big Wickham beef. So you know, it's it's uh, they'll they be two great games. Though. They always yeah. are. And I've not, I've still haven't been to their uh, their new layer road. Oh, have you not been to? No, what's it called? West West Holmes Holmes Community Stadium. Doesn't quite yeah. ring as well as Western Homes is falling down, falling down. <laughs> Slayer like Road is falling down. Poor old commune. <laughs> <laughs> I still love singing that. Oh, mate, yes. Yeah, so no, I, I, I do think Orient is the is the rivalry. Yeah. yeah, I think Orient is much more of a rivalry, yeah. and I'm totally with you on that. I'm not totally. quite sure why either, but yeah, I've, I've just always because it isn't a rivalry. You know, I remember. There was a football conversation last year going, and of course the big the big derby uh, rivalry today, Colchester Orient. I was like, what? What Essex versus East London? I was, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about doing a joke about that when I you see the Danny Darpers things I was doing. I was thinking about because the voice actors are ridiculous. And I was thinking about doing that COVID nineteen, a nasty little firm from East London. First <laughs> started in the Orient. <laughs> Started at the Orient, nasty little firm in East London. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, I, that, that would be great. The only good thing, and then just wipe our mouths and get on with it again, you know. And yeah. 
you know, and like I said, maybe a new regime and a new ground, but it'll be what it'll be. I, 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 I'm going to be completely snobby about football. I hate that league. I can't stand that league. It's rubbish. The referees are terrible. You know, everything about it is just rubbish, you know. Yeah. And you've got a team that wants to play football. I remember saying to um, Phil Brown about that, uh, that season, uh, I think it was the, was it the season where we came a point short? Might be that season where we, sh- you know, we just lost those last few games. Yeah. But I said to him, oh, was it the season before? Anyway, I said to him, you know, it's funny, isn't it? You know how we've had a run of really good games when we win because he, he was playing some decent football, you know, even though a lot of it was still Paul Sturrock's team. Um, and then you realise that then we'd have a draw, we'd lose, and the teams we'd lose to people like Newport or someone like that, you know, they had shit grounds, shit pitches, you know, and that, that that's really annoys me. I want to. You know, I want to watch a game that's going to be flowing and some of those grounds are just, oh, man. Yeah. I said that, Macclesfield. I remember going to Macclesfield once and my friend Justin Morris went to me. I was doing a comedy store in Manchester. He went, he goes, can't believe it, can't believe it. He goes, what? He goes, because he was friends with, um, I can't remember what player it was now. Might have been Brown. He goes, he got, got us tickets. He goes, we've got us tickets tomorrow. We've got Ipswich Man United. Fucking great, eh? And I'm going, oh, I can't go. And he went, what do you mean you can't, you can't fucking go? I said, I'm, I'm going to Macclesfield. He went, why? Why, why are you fucking going to Macclesfield? Knowing the South End of playing Matt Town. He went, you're fucking joking me, right? And I went, no, he goes, I've got a box. Man, you Ipswich. Box. Dinner. I went, I'm going, I'm going to Macclesfield. I went to Macclesfield. <laughs> and I remember seeing the referee there. It was hilarious. He was like a massive version of me. He was a bald guy. It was about seven foot and he was enormous. And no one messed with him. No fucking one messed with him. If he said it was a free kick, man, every player went, okay, <laughs> I'll put the ball there if you like. You know, yeah, I remember it. But I remember their pitch being immaculate. Beautiful pitch it was. Yeah. So there you well, go. Probably do, though. I'm up for it for a year. A year's fine. But, I mean, we're going to be there for more than a year. So. Yeah, well, I, 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 I don't stone like that league and I'm being a snob. I, I hate that league. I hate it. But I know what you mean. He's got to sort that. That, that, that. It's just because now when I think about it, I'm doing, you know, rubbing my eyes because I know it's a frustrating mess, isn't it? It's like one of those catch 22s where you've got to sort this out to make that work. But if you don't sort that out, blah, blah, blah. And that whole mess of Campbell and everything is just, is just yes. He's you know, very tall. He's a 13 year old. Look at the size of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This sounds probably in Alfred. Yes. Two kids got stabbed there last night in serious condition. Oh, we're back again, are we? Yeah. Oh, it's back. <laughs> so that's it. Coronavirus. <laughs> all the stabbings about. He's brilliant. I avoid the news. Don't read newspapers. You know, mental health and all that kind of thing. Always have problems with it. So keep away from bad news. Every morning it'll wake me up and go, never going to believe this. What? <laughs> so when this was all started, he goes, it's going to be a pandemic. I'm like, no, there's not. <laughs> no, there is. So now he's telling me, he loves telling me, he goes, knifing. There's been some knives, more knives. Stupid, stupid. So there you go. Um, yeah, so next season, I just, you know, we just, it's always the way. And it will start off moaning. It'll be summer. And then as we build up to Christmas, and if we're doing all right, then, we forget that we're in League Two probably and just yeah, go, well, yeah. we're winning games. If you're winning games, you know, and look at Sunderland fans, they get excited because they're in our league, but they're, they're winning games. By the way, their fans were really nice, weren't they? Did you notice that? Well, we're not, I thought they were all right, yeah. Oh, what, do you mean they that were really, time? really nice. I suppose they just talked to you after. They were just very, yeah. I thought they were unbelievably friendly. 
Yeah, when, when we went up there, I thought it was really chatty. So we, we went up there twice, didn't we? For the, for the, yeah, for yes. Yeah. We were really, really friendly. Yeah. Yeah, we, we went up there the worst, weekend. The worst, what's the worst for you ever? I mean, I tell you the worst ever I went to. No one told me about the underpass at uh, Molyneux, did they? I went down the underpass. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wolves was a bit was a bit grim. I, I was absolutely covered in spit. Because as you go down, as you go down, they all flop over the top. Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite an intimidating place to go. I never forget running to the ground. We, I mean, me and James were never late, or we were always bang on time. I remember going once we went to the old uh, Reading ground, and it was the longest five minutes ever. We had five minutes to get there. We were miles away, and somehow we still made it. But I remember we were going to Molyneux, and we got stuck 4-1, I think. Oh, no, 4-0, I think. It was 3 or 4-0. And I remember running to the ground, and I could hear outside the ground, putting the ticket, and I could hear And thinking, shit, they've scored. And then <laughs> running up the, t- up the tunnel, get, eventually kind of getting in, you know, getting a drink and then hearing, oh, 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 and they scored again. And then me going, sitting in my chair, and they fucking scored again. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. And I think that might have been the, the game where Rio, uh, Roger, Leo, Leo and Roger got in a fight with, um, with their fans. <laughs> he was warming up and then he just started punching the fans. Were you at the game? Were you at the game? You too young. Were you at the game when Rose got sent off? And it was and it was Jerome Bora, funny enough, who'd caused it, right? And oh yeah, I, a, I remember this. It was a black referee. Yeah. A black referee sent off. So Rose was standing on the post, knowing near the incident. He yeah. got a black and white man muddled up, and he yeah. and he he's the same referee that was always in the post going. Uh, you know, I don't get put for Premier League games because of my colour. And I remember reading it going, it's got nothing to do with your colour. You're awful. <laughs> nothing to do with your colour. You're fucking awful. You know, that's what it's got to do with. Because you sent off a black man when it was a white man. It was the most... I remember him just sitting there going, what? What's going on? How, I remember how you getting that mixed up? Roger going, Lee, he was going... Because he, he was standing on the post when he was the corner. Next thing you know, he's got a red card. He's like, what? <laughs> what? what have I done? I've done nothing. <laughs> funny, funny boy he was, man. He started boxing, I think. He started yeah, boxing. He did, yeah. Yeah, he did. He's a funny lad, he is. Good fun, he is. Good fun. Oh, yeah. Cheeky. Yeah. Is that story so, anyway, what, yeah. what, what, uh, what, what, what grounds have you, have, you, have you really hated? Just out of interest. Grounds of a hated. Just gone, my God. Luton? No, do you know what? Yeah. I, don't, I don't actually mind. The ground itself, I don't actually mind. It's a bit of a pump going there, but are you tall or short? I'm short. Yeah, I'm, you're right in those seats. The seats the... Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, it doesn't matter for me. But um, I, for yeah, some reason, because I'm short, can't stand Wimbledon. Because if you're if you're not at the front, you can't see a fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah Wimbledon's not a great ground, is it? No. That Kingstonian ground. No, it's not the best. Gillingham, yeah, it's got right. that. Temporary stand that's been there for about that, 20 that's years. That's your stand, is me. That's like deadly. I'm, that's going to go one day. It's dangerous, isn't it? It's, right. it's fucking dangerous. Yeah, I don't know how they get away with that. It, it mm. does sway when you're on it. There's a yeah. gentle sway. Yeah. I don't like them. I don't know. I want to say there's many I hate as such, but yeah, they're. they're yeah, cool. it's similar things to what you said about being at Wimbledon. If you're, yeah, if you're exactly as you said, if you're not at the front, you might as well just turn yeah. around and I, I also stand. feel that Millwall kind of get away with that. They're quite racist, aren't they? You seem to get away yeah. with it. I can hear it. And I'm like, going, you're just getting away with this. So, mm. Did you go to one where, where, when, when uh, um, Anton was getting... Were you at that Millwall game? We beat them. 
and your man got sent off by the uh, the referee. He was the uh, what's his name, the Premier League referee. It was awful, but he did. He sent off. Who did he send off for us? But then when you watched it back, it was well, it was a sending off. Can't think. Can't remember. Anyway, all was this out their place? Yeah, and they were singing. They were singing. There's only one John Terry and all that too. Oh yeah, so, I was there. Yeah, I've been at, I've been to Millwall quite there. a few times. Yeah, yeah, because I've been racing. He left. It was fantastic because he just turned around and he, he walked up. That's where, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He did the he did the West Ham. Yeah, that team. was it. Yeah. It was after <laughs> the game, wasn't it? Oh, no, that, that was funny. That was. Yeah, I don't mind that because he's taken a little bit. He's given a little bit back, and the, I, I'm, oh. I'm all for that. I, I no, I'm all for that. that but there was there was there was a lot. Of, there was no, man, I, I, where I was sitting. I could hear just non-stop racial racial stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not obviously for that. But, but anyway, yeah. you know, we, we we look. You know, I've spoken to you know you know like you speak to um, John Barnes. You know, he he it doesn't. I don't get what he doesn't bother him that anyway. He says all part and parcel real. I told him a story about when I went to the old den, I went with my mate, a uh, gig called Robbie McGregor. And uh, we were standing on the halfway line, right, the old den. And they're, they're unbelievable, Millwall fans, when you're around them. They do that Zulu thing where they start doing that. Yeah. That's intimidating, that. And uh, I remember John Barnes running out the wing, and then obviously there were times with people throwing bananas at him and all that. And then I remember Bruce Grobler running from his goal. Went all the way over, picked up one of the bananas, ran back, peeled it, and then got up on the crossbar, feet of strength, like a monkey, swinging, and started eating banana. Started eating the banana during the game. <laughs> during the game, and of course he's he's so he's because he's Zimbabwean, isn't he? So to him that was like just the biggest insult. So it was mm. a great way to answer it. He just went, "Well, fuck you. I'll give you the monkey if you want. I'm the monkey." Unbelievable. Yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's reared its it's reared its head again, isn't it? The the racism. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't know if it has or not. It just gets caught more. Maybe mean? it just gets caught more. Yeah, maybe because like I said earlier, the, the social media era that we're in, people yeah. people are constantly I, I, on their phones. I wouldn't say there's been anything. I might be wrong, but I wouldn't say there's been anything that's changed that in society as such. Really, you know I mean that's no. Not and there was there was the couple, wasn't there? Early, I think it was even in pre-season. There was the story one that yeah. came out of South End that um, one one of the I think it was Elvis, wasn't it? The, the player that was yeah, supposedly yeah, yeah, yeah. getting it. Um, I wasn't there. I don't tend to bother with friendlies too much anymore. Um, but yeah, I can't I, imagine I, him. He wouldn't be lying though, because he's a nice kid, isn't he? Oh no, not that's, that's what I mean. So I'm like. If this is going to start he's coming, a, coming in now, how good is he come? Good. Oh, here's here's one for you. Here's a discussion we can have. Kiprianos, Kipriano. Harry Kipriano. What what is with that? He was doing really all right, and then he gets injured. Now, what is he just at the club? And why doesn't he get his dad and his uncle to buy them from the end? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's he's dad. I, no, his dad's best friend is Theopathesis. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, he. I think he was out injured for that long. That that I Achilles really injury. He's doing all right. I like him. I, I, I quite I quite like him as well. I, I certainly think he's got more more of a future ahead of him as a as a centre half rather than a left back. Yeah. Just because definitely. because of his physical presence, he he, he yes. looks more like a centre half than a, than a left back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I agree. I, I quite like him. I, I mean, he was doing great. Was talking was like, I was just like going, oh, what is going on with him? I mean, what is his injury been? It's just terrible for him. I think he ripped his Achilles, ruptured his Achilles. So yeah, I think he, it, I think it, it was a, and then I think he, he broke down a little bit 
in in a comeback. I don't think he tried to come back too soon. I think it was all sort of on on schedule, and then yeah, it just some something. It might be one of those again. things where it's just not going to happen. Yeah, mm. just, like you know, <coughs> with uh, with the uh, Canadian English kid. What was his name at Man United? God, I can't remember his name. Oh, um, Hargreaves. Yeah, Hargreaves. Right. He used to come around here all the time. My neighbour used to be Paul Stilteri. He's a good mate of mine, actually. Paul Stilteri used to live next door to me. We played with Tottenham right back on Fulham. And uh, he's a Canadian international, so Hargreaves used to come around quite a lot. And uh, he was around all the time because he couldn't play. And then Paul kept saying to me, he's, he's not going to come back, man. And then he had that one game, didn't he, where he was on for about two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it must be so frustrating because he was good as well. When he played, he was yeah. good. Yeah, it must be horrible. Being, you know, like Owen, great players that are just blighted by injury. It's just, just horrible, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, but, um, yeah. I, I suppose that, you know, they will, I suppose we'll keep hold of a few players, won't we, next season? Looks like we're going to keep hold of all these young lads that have, that have come in, which I'm actually all right. for that. I'm I'm all for that, like using the academy. I don't really see the point in the academy if you're not I mean, you don't use the big, big players to bring them through. We've all we've had a very impressive conveyor belt of goalkeepers. So let's see what what else. I, I really like the left back Clifford. I think he's yeah. very good. Yeah. There's a few that you can tell. Yeah, they've been chucked in a little bit too early, but you know, let's let's have a look. Let's see if there's anything to work with. And I certainly think none of them look shit. Let's no. put it that way. I think there's certainly something you know to work what? with, with, with all of them. All the games I watched this season, last season, this season, <laughs> until they've gone a goal down, they've looked really good. Mm. They shit themselves. They go a goal down and they don't know what to do. Confidence. And been so many no games confidence. Going, How are we losing so many games? Of course, when the goal goes in, they just fall apart. They just completely fall apart. Yeah, and, and there were just, so many times that the, the, the second goal would follow the first one within five minutes. Exactly. And that's where you need someone, I imagine, like um, Milligan, really needs to be vocal. You need those older boys to, to step yeah. up and go, you know, get hold of everybody. And, you know, I don't know if that's in the team. I don't know if that is in the team. I don't yeah. know if there's a... a I, don't think it, I don't think it has been, but... Yeah, he was someone... Spencer Pryor or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Milligan was beginning to, to look a bit better in you know, the, the handful of games before before yeah. the lockdown where he was playing with, you know, it, it could be these kids' dad. Let's be yeah. honest. He's older yeah, to be yeah. some of their dads. He was starting to look a bit better. Maybe yeah, it yeah. was because he was quite clearly the, the senior pro. So they were actually listening to him. Yeah. Whereas maybe he was trying to do these things early on in the season, but everyone was just going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Cotty going as well, I didn't think it's last with uh, Son Cameron. No. no. As soon as he came in, I thought Coxie's going, man. He's not, he's, yeah. not, he's not having this. Yeah. There's going to be a massive clash there. Yeah. Which happens. I mean, it mean, happens to any manager, I guess. You know, that could have been anyone. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. It happens in any business, doesn't it? All yeah, kinds of business. You know, yeah. especially my game, it's exactly the same. You could be the flavour, and then someone else comes in as a controller, and that's it. You're finished. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> but he can, he can. You can be in something like, you know, like EastEnders, for example. You can be in that and the boss changes and they don't like your character or you. Bye. Yeah. Well, you're off. <laughs> you're off. You're off in your cab with Bianca. You, well, you weren't killed off, were you? 
you roll no, up the sunset. No, I went to Milton Keynes with Bianca and the kids. <laughs> but the reason that came about is because I didn't even want to be in these centers, right? Let me just get that, clarify that. <laughs> um, Julia Cramsey, who cast it, she texted me and said, do you want to come in and talk about doing EastEnders? And I went, no. She, looked, she said, I'm coming up to Edinburgh for two days. She said, I've got to cast this part because the new boss coming in. They've already cast this guy going to be called Bill. And he's another horrible character for Bianca. And the guy that's coming in doesn't want that. He, she wants him to, her to finally have someone nice, right? So I went, I don't want to be in EastEnders. And she said, just come and meet me, right? So. I went, okay. And I was doing a play at the time, we were doing the Shawshank Redemption. And um, <clears throat> I said, I'm meeting you near the theatre where I'm doing the play. I said, it's straight after I've got back to my gig. So, so I took a spoon with me, right? And I sat down and threw the spoon on the table. And I said, that's for you. She said, what's that? I said, I'd rather poke my own eyes out of that than be in this She said, oh, come on, don't be like that. Anyway, she talked me into it and the rest was history, of course. Um, but Patsy, would spend a lot of time saying she was going to do this, she was going to do that. And then one day I, I'd be off for a couple of days and I came in, she went, I'm going to America. And I went, what? She goes, yeah, I'm going to go to LA. I've finished here. I'm just going to go. She said, uh, I was supposed to renew my contract, but I told them with, with me and Richard are just going to go. And I was like, what? You didn't, you didn't tell them three months or six months ago. You told them on the day of contract. So now they, they, their storylines are screwed and I'm finished. And she goes, no, no, I'd like you. And I went, no, 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 no. We're all going. You know, get them all out. Of course, I was right. He wrote us all out. And so we went to Milton Keynes, which actually was just around the corner where we filmed the house in Milton Keynes. It's actually, <laughs> actually right near Boreham Woods Ground. <laughs> so that was that. And then it was that. You could get back into it, though. You could get asked to come back. They could, but I don't know. You know, to be honest with you, I didn't want to do it. And when I did do it, it got too cosy. And then like, I said to you, you know, I was saying to myself, I don't want to do stand up anymore and all that. And it, once you've been in something like that, you know, it can, can harm, you, harm you a little bit, you know. It can be good for you and it can, it can do one of two things, you know. So yeah. it, I don't think it did either for me. It didn't help me. It didn't really do me any major harm. But what it did do, it, I need to get my ass back in the gear and become a comedian again, which is not easy when you're being spoon-fed these scripts, you know, yeah. and you just walk out and go, uh, just pretend you've never said it before and go, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's not as good as life performance, though. You know, when you're on a rocking gig, fucking hell, you can't beat that. No. Can't beat that. Is that, is that your amazing is that, thing? Is that your score in a goal, is it? Yeah. Oh, because of my stuff is so bonkers and so out there, you know, there's, a, there's, there's only a certain... If you're just telling jokes, you can get big roars and you can get big laughs and you can do that, right? You can do that. But when you're going off on tangents of madness and the audience is with you, because it takes them to come with you, you go off on those things and everyone and you and you can just feel it and you can just you can just feel it and it's beautiful and then you finish and you know when you finish it's going to be this massive uh you know outlet of emotion from everyone me and the audience you know it's a beautiful beautiful thing so yeah. you know and you can't really do that unless you're doing bonkers stuff because yeah. you can't really lift emotion by going um you know telling jokes about president trump eh what about that I mean, people do do it, and they do it brilliantly, but you're not going to... I like lifting emotion, and, you know, they are few and far between, but when, like you say, when they happen, like, they're, like, scoring winners. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, and you crackle. It's beautiful. 
We'll have to, uh, when, when it all gets sorted, then we'll, we'll come up with Well, I'll do South Bend again. Come and I'll, you know, come as my guest. You must come. I'll, I'll do it. And that's always great because it packs out. I'll do the, yeah. uh, the Palace set and the Salah. It's yeah. great. And it's everyone, there's South Bend fans in there as well, Nick, but they're all the ones that are, that, you know, they're, everyone's bonkers. You'll, you'll see my oldest and you'll just go, this is a loony. <laughs> it's bonkers city these people dress up really strange and whatever it's great fun it's good uh, wicked it's good anyway there you go boys yeah no cheers so mate for so long I hope, mate, you, I hope that was alright yeah. mate considering we didn't really know where we were going to go with that we've sat here for almost three hours <laughs> well it's been nice to chat to you both and it's been uh it's been uh, it's been interesting. I do, and I hope like all of us, you know, I hope it does, uh, you know, for the world. But I also, you know, I can't wait to get back. I, I just love going to get his burger and his Yorkie. I love the fact that I come down. He goes, "Where's the water?" And I go, "Fuck me, I've left it up there again." <laughs> <laughs> every time. I thought it. I thought time. it was only my old man that did that. <laughs> uh, every, I know. I'm that. I'm that. I'm your dad's Asian, you know. So I do. All he he, he comes in. He comes in with his pie yeah. for the, and then he's filling his pockets. He just goes. Yeah. <laughs> it'll happen to you. Yeah, that's what all old people say, don't they? It'll happen to you. It will happen to yeah. you. And then I sit, I have to shake all the hands to all the stewards that I always know. And, you know, and I sit in my little seat and we get ready. And we always get there really early because I like to get parked. I don't want to rush. He loves watching everybody warming up. So we're there when there are like maybe six people in the stand. We're like really sad. But he loves it. Go in the club shop. You know, look at all this shit. I bought a gnome last time I was there. We <laughs> to buy the gnome. No one's buying the gnomes. I thought if I don't buy the gnomes, they're going to get those, those gnomes have been there about 15 years. The Mate, same I've batch. Got a gnome. I mean, if that was chocolate, <laughs> that'd fucking kill you. <laughs> Honestly, I've got, I've got no. My my office is brilliant. I'll take a photo and I'll 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 um I'll email you a photograph. I'm thinking about yeah. turning this into like a little studio. Oh, my, my office is a shirt something. I, I, I got one of those. You know, up at, um. Up at, just off Lee Broadway, if you come back near the Waitrose and all that, there's a shop. They used to do loads of old disdained football stuff. It's gone now. And Dee, my, Dee, my wife, bought me one of those lovely stuff. It's like an old-fashioned, um, you know, road sign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But black with the white. It's all disdained. Beautiful. It's a South End FC. It's, it's just yeah. got all little things like that in there and all my shirts and sign shirts. And, yeah, you know, wicked. It's like a bloody shrine in there. Picture of Roots Hall. <laughs> <laughs> And a good thing he loves it as well. He absolutely does it. So it's brilliant, you know. No, that's class, that. You yeah. pass it all on. And, then, and I love the fact that he goes to a school around here, which is full of top of the West Ham fans here in Chibok. And he will turn up in his South End shirt. You don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I always said to him, you're the only person walking around in the South End shirt. Although I haven't said that, when we train at Soccer Sixes, uh, Power League, quite a few of our kids go down there with their mates, like the East London boys and whatever. So we see loads of South End... Because they all turn up with their Orient and their South End yeah. tracks. So we see loads more time. Goes, don't, please don't, don't, don't. So I can't resist. I go, see, 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 no, no. Why you? I remember being on the train not long ago. There was this lovely young kid on there, right? And I saw his tracks. It was on the tube, and I shuffled down to him, and he you could see this kid, this big old ball bloke, come out. He was only about fifteen. This kid, I went. You're right. And he went, yeah. <laughs> he went, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm a good mate of Ricky Duncan's. And you could just see him go, <sighs> not nuts. He's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. He said, well, he just went, oh, God. And I took Ricky and said, you know, this kid, he went, yeah, he's a lovely man. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> he was. 
Well done, boys. Yeah, no, cheers. Thanks for having me on, man. I really, really appreciate it. It's lovely. No, that's, that's wicked, mate. You, yeah, no, enjoy that you one. Us loads I think what I'll have to do, because genuinely that, that was all class, I think I'm going to split this into, we'll do a two-parter. Okay, cool. Cool, yeah. And any time, you know, once we start going again, I'll, you know, I'll come. And next time I'll wear my splat shirt, I might wear them both. You know? Yeah, all right, yeah, sweet. I'm jealous. I wonder how many splat shirts are around. <sighs> not many. Man, they're like gold dust. I, I said before, I'm, I'm not sure I ever actually had it because that it, it was my first season. And back then I, I was a goalkeeper. All I wanted was goalkeeper uh, kits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so I had the keeper kit from that season. I'm not sure I ever actually had it. And even if I did, it would never fit me, obviously, because I was... Well, I know my red one, which is hilarious. My red one down the bottom here, it's got loads of rat burns. So it's obviously <laughs> puffing loads of, loads, of, <laughs> loads of solid at the time. Because he's just got loads of little burns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke joy anymore because I'm completely mental from it, I think. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm puffing, I've just got these little rat burns everywhere. It's hilarious. Yeah. No, it's classy. Yeah. Once all blown over, if we're a seated game, have a beer or something. We're going to definitely yeah, yeah, do that. Definitely. Yeah. I think you said earlier, not I sit behind you. I think where I, I'm right up the back, where sort of like the parents and the wives will will sort of chill. What are you? Are you like Tilly would always sit there? Steve Tilson yeah. sits up front. Yeah, you are yeah. right behind me. Well, to, to, to be fair, my my season ticket is in the East Yellows, but um, right. because I'm I'm reasonably tall. I don't, I got no leg room when I sit down there. Right, yeah, so because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. because it's always dead up there. We start about three years ago. I think I just stood up there for one game. So I got right. chatting to someone right at the start. Never eventually moved. And ever since then, I've just, I've just stood up the back right, for like right, three right. years now. Well, you know when you come up the, the the kind of bit there, and then you go down the stairs, and you're sitting there. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? If you carry on down, there's a little wooden wall, isn't there? Eventually. Yeah. Now, yeah. Before the plastic seats, I sit. I sit right on the end in front of that, the wooden walls in front of me. Have you not moved from... Um, no, I've been there for years. There's the bit on the end of the 2005-06 DVD before the Bristol City game. You're on it. Are you in that same I seat? I might have been then, though, but I might have been sitting up in the red then. I was sat in the red for a while with a group up there. Right. Um, because my mate couldn't make it anymore because he was doing it on the races. So I was always sort of a bit of a loner. So I sat with Richard and all that. I'd be like, sit down! Sit down! <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been falling out with them because I was good mates with Rob Newman and then they started giving Rob Newman shit and I thought, oh, I can't. I can't have a bar of this. Mm. Oh, do you know what, though? I remember, right, before I tell you this one more thing, right? <laughs> I remember sitting there, right? Now, where I'm on about is you've got the director's box. There's that wall, right? And then you've got the echo booth behind, right? So I'm sitting right near the wall and the dugout is down there, if that makes any sense to you. Okay. And I remember Ron Nodes... This is when he uh, when he ripped off Simon Jordan, didn't he? Because he kept the ground, made the money, and then he became the manager of Brentford. Do you remember he made himself manager? I'm, I'm he, not he, yeah. He, so he made himself manager, but he, there was this whole story about he kept leaving people and he kept leaving everyone in the lurch and fucking people off and all this. This was it was going off everywhere. And he he was watching the game as the manager, Brentford manager, in in the stand. Uh, the in director's box. Now, if you know it, right, as you walk down, you walk down, right, to go back to the dugout, and then you have to come right across to the yeah. fans, and then you walk down the stairs and you're in the dugout, right? And mm -hmm. as he walks across, there's a fan behind me goes, 
who are you going to leave next then, Ron? Right? And <laughs> big aviators on these Ray-Bans, right? And I swear, <laughs> he was like, ooh, wow, wow, wow. Right, <laughs> took him off, took him off. He looked at me, took him off slowly, and he went, I left your wife this morning. I left your wife this morning. <laughs> That's brilliant, yeah. Just so stupid. It's just such football nonsense. So bottom of the end, such a football pathetic. Banter, Your yeah. mum jokes is that <laughs> man stuff. It's brilliant. Anyway, well done, boys. Yeah, cheers. I'll leave you. I'll leave you with that. Uh, lots of love. Thanks very much. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll send you that um, that season review, the one you I'll send it. did the audio on. Can't wait. I'll send you that. I can't wait. Love it. Nice one. Ciao. See you Lot later. Man. Bye. Catch you later. See you, mate. Bye, boys. Bye. Bye. What a lovely fella. Top, top bloke. We keep, saying, nice we bloke. keep, we keep saying that every time we have someone on, but, but generally, like, top, top bloke. Yeah, thanks to everyone who's not been an arsehole so far. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I'd like to think, you know, I wouldn't necessarily ask them if they fancy the chat, actually, if they're a prick, but... Yeah, yeah, no, but he was he was top draw. That was brilliant. My my, my cheeks are aching. Yeah. Like, because I've just been creasing for for ages. But no, that was, that was fantastic, that one. That was really good. And it's nice to get a totally different perspective because he's just, he's just another fan again. Yeah, it's just like talking to your mate almost, isn't it? Yeah, you know, felt, felt odd talking what? to a fan again. Yeah, yeah, but it's enjoyable, and it's it's he's actually he's lived quite a life when you think about it. Yeah, you know, to sort of go from you know potentially being a footballer to you know sort of giving that up and then going into what he's doing now and stuff and that acting and you know it's quite a it's quite a ranged career, Dad. Yeah, yeah, he's. Yeah. I knew I wasn't going mad. I knew there was a story of it that we'd re-signed him. And yeah. then obviously it turned out he wasn't on the bench for, for Freddie's debut, but he was like in the warm up in the squad and whatever. Yeah. So I, I vividly remember that being a thing. And then I've, I've gone yeah, on. Yeah, no, I did. I remember. I've gone it, on a soccer base and, it, and he wasn't on the bench. And I've, I've like gone, no, I'm sure, I, I swear he was on the bench. But yeah. he wasn't. But yeah, the whole publicity stunt was revolving around that game. Yeah. So I was nearly right. I mean, it's quite <laughs> fun that it, it sounds like at first it was almost going to happen. Well, it, you know, sorry, it was going to be a thing that like he was actually going to be. A player, yeah. You, can you imagine if we had a, one promotion signed sealed, and he did come on for the last ten minutes? He came on for ten minutes at Grimsby. <laughs> oh, what was the last? What was the last home game before that? Have been out, wasn't it? Oh, been... do you know what? I think it was Yeovil because I'm yeah, pretty sure been... they won the league that day. Right. Okay. I'm sure, it was Yeovil. But can you imagine that? That would have been brilliant. No, that's, that's amazing. Absolutely brilliant. That's like something that would have happened in Dream Team. Remember Dream Team? <laughs> yeah. That, you know, the celebrity fan ends up getting a contract and, oh my God, he's coming on. That's the complete yeah. role reversal from when David James got put up front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I say, it's just nice to talk to another fan and someone that's... Nice so to talk to someone. <laughs> yeah. So genuine and down to earth as well. You know, just, yeah. you know, normal bloke. Who, who we're probably all going to see at the football when it all starts kicking off again. So yeah, you you will. He's you know, I'm sure if any of you, so some people may watch that and not have realised who he who he was, but have, have certainly seen the face for yeah. a number of years because I've I've seen him around Roots Hall and various away games for for a number of years. He's always there. 
he's, he's, he's a proper fan. He's, you know, he doesn't sort of, well, not that you would be a glory hunter being South End, would you? But he's, he hasn't just sort of like picked South End because he's from the area. He, he is a, he's a South End supporter. Yeah. But yeah, no, he was brilliant. Brilliant yeah. stuff. Hopefully you enjoyed all that. Nice long listen. Um, keep listening if you did, because uh, we've got some decent ones lined up, hopefully. So Yeah, still in, still in discussions with a few, aren't we? Yeah, just dotting your I's and crossing the T's. I nearly, I nearly got that the wrong way around. That would have been so... <laughs> dotting the T's and crossing the I's. <laughs> fucking terrible. But yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully you're enjoying it. Keep listening. And uh, yeah, hopefully see you when it's over. Yeah, we'll just say that the plan is... The plan has always been to have the YouTube channel up and running. But not we like wanted... It. just Yeah, it's not like this. This... This gave us a sort of unexpected platform because we were able to get some decent guests on. So we wanted another, a different platform to, to use, obviously. And, and again, because, you know, we're not working, we've had more time to edit it and, and put it on there. But the plan always was to have a YouTube channel. So that won't stop when things do hopefully return to normal. The plan will then be to like, we'll go and you know, hopefully meet, some of these guys in like a in a pub or something and, and we can have a chat with them then so the youtube channel will hopefully only get better but yeah until that time we'll um we'll keep using the zoom because it's it i think it's working really well well i think, I think. some i think some people probably feel a bit more comfortable with it because yeah they don't you know not that i think i'm a prick but they don't have to meet you do you know what i mean like, yeah 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 well and certainly as well where you know a lot of a lot of guys may not be local anymore so <laughs> We can, even when like we can go out of the house, and I could go to the pub if I wanted to, if I want to speak to someone that now lives in Newcastle, we can do it quite easily. Yeah. Quite easily. And it sounds good. It looks, in my opinion, pretty good. You know, in many ways, you'd, if you were just listening to it, you'd never know. You'd never know yeah. it's been on a, on a video chat. Yeah. But yeah, once again, same plugs. Keep listening, keep subscribing. Leave a little review if you haven't done so already. And we'll see you in the next one. Yeah. See you later. See you later. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.